The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Ah, your highness. Your (laughs) royal highness. I got a little surprise for you. Oh, dear. (laughs) Well, originally I wanted to get some of this stuff cleared away in, in, in the first segment, but I ran my flapped my gums too long, so I didn't. So, yes, we're going to talk about Manchin and all this ridiculousness. But first, I'd like for you, Your Highness, to listen to this exchange. We're only going to play part of it. I have the full two minutes. I'll play the full two minutes tomorrow. But listen to this exchange between Fox News, Mr. Ducey, and the uh, White House spokesgirl. D.C. Mayor sent the White House a letter asking for National Guard help with migrants that have been bused here from Texas and Arizona. Is the president going to approve that request for the National Guard? So as uh, to your question on the National Guard, I refer you to the Department of Defense. They will have uh, that answer for you. Uh, We have been in regular touch with Mayor Bowser and her team. Uh, And I said this before. I said this last week about Republicans using migrants uh, as a political tool, uh, and that is shameful, and that is just wrong. Uh, There is a process in place for managing migrants at the border. This is not it, what they're doing currently. Uh, that, that includes expelling migrants as required by court order under Title 42, uh, transferring them to ICE custody, or placing them in the care of local NGOs as they await further pro- uh, processing. Again, so what Republicans are doing, the way that they're meddling in the process and using uh, migrants as a political pawn is just wrong. So the White House okay. preference would- that, that's, that's enough. <laughs> What, what do you think about our press girl here? You know, it is just hilarious. All of a sudden, she's all nimby. Not in my backyard with the migrants. <laughs> do you know this has only been about six weeks that the yes. uh, Texas governor has been shipping a few busloads up to D.C. And all of a sudden, she's doing no mops, no mops. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call the National Guard out. And you Republicans, shameful, shameful. You're using migrants as part. What the hell have you been doing? Political bonds, absolutely. So the shoe is on the other foot, and it's just delightful. And it is amazing how quickly they are just surrendering. We cannot have this in our community. I love it. Now let us turn to one of my favorite sources for audio. That would be Libs of TikTok. I don't know which one Kevin's going to play. Pick one, Kev. We'll both react together. Normalize spitting in the Trump supporters. Are you at a bar or brewery or restaurant in which you did not expect to see a Trump supporter? Because their website and uh, decor otherwise declared that they are LGBTQIA plus friendly. Maybe they've got a pride flag. Maybe, maybe they've got a BLM flag in their window. But you still, for some reason, see an ungodly Trump supporter, and heaven forbid, they're also wearing Trump merchandise? Well, take an unfinished drink from a table, spit in it, bring it over to them, and tell them that you bought them one. And then pray to whatever glorious creature gets you out of bed in the morning that they'd take a sip of it and, and suffer for the rest of the day. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know if that was the one that you wanted to hear. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> These are horrible people. I don't know. Did you see the one, James, where this, this libs of TikTok one where they had a voice of a duck in their head? Did you see that one? No. Yes. We'll have to just, find you it. Know, bizarre people and they seem to be proud of their bizarreness and you know this one is a crime if you're poisoning people and hoping that they're poisoned you you can't go around giving tainted drinks to people just because they might support another candidate it's bizarre okay now we have another liberal of tiktok from a teacher that has to be the one left this is the teacher uh, let's hear what a teacher, now imagine that your kids are still in school, Diana, and you're sending your child to this school to be in this person's class. I mean, non-binary elementary school teacher, so here's how I talk to my students about pronouns and such. Hi, my name is Mix K. It's Mix. So kind of like cookie mix or mixing bowl, that sort of thing. That's how it's pronounced. That is my name. That is the name that I'm comfortable with. It is the name that makes me happy, and I would like it if you referred to me as such. See, I'm not a Mr. or a Miss, so I go by mix because that's what makes me happy. Now, you have a name that you like to be called other than the name that's on the paper, right? It's the same thing for me. I have a name that I prefer to be called, and that's the one that you're going to use for me, okay? Now, I don't consider myself to be a boy or a girl. I just see myself as a person. So that's why I go by mix. So I'm actually non-binary. I'm not really comfortable with feminine terms being used for me. If you can find some alternatives, that would be great. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. Thank you so much for asking. What are yours? Talking about gender is not something that's out of the realm for children. Honestly, the most understanding people when it comes to my identity have been the students that I work with. So it's important to be yourself because being openly you is probably the most important thing you can do for the kids of this generation. Who are these people? Who are these people? Are you kidding me? Who are these people? Telling you, I would immediately respond, my pronouns are KMA and take my kids out of there. to me as mix and i am not a boy or a girl i am that's what makes me happy that's what makes me happy i am not i am not oh okay sick uh diana this new spending bill the more i read about it already um apparently when mansion signed on to this multi-billion dollar bill it's going to also hurt the coal industry Coal miners yeah. are going to get slapped with a massive tax hike. This yeah. is Joe Manchin from the coal industry state of West Virginia signing on to tax the industry that helps support his state. Let's take a, a time travel back two weeks, James, when we talked about an article in the Washington Post on July 14th, and here was the title. Manchin says he won't support new climate spending or tax hikes on the wealthy. And the reason was his spokesperson said that Manchin was concerned about the millions of Americans struggling to afford groceries and gas as inflation soars to 9.1%, and he doesn't want to add fuel to the inflation fire. So that was two weeks ago. He wasn't going to increase taxes 
and he wasn't going to add climate spending because of the economy. Okay, now, two weeks later, we have an official recession. Nothing else has gotten better, and he's suddenly done a deal, which is, in my opinion, the plan all along. Now that I'm reading this, they snookered uh, McConnell. That's what happened. They snookered McConnell, and he signed on to the, um, the, the, the chip bill, and he thought that this bill was dead. And according to the Louisiana senator, John Kennedy, he said, we got our asses kicked. He said, we got rinky-dood, which is a Louisiana word, which means screwed. Out, wow. Outmaneuvered. And that McConnell, who is famous, quote unquote, for his strategies, he got he got really snookered. And so he never expected this to be brought back. He never expected he he signed on to this other bill as he has signed on to several bipartisan bills, including gun control. And now we're going to pay the price, all of us. Well, you said that we're going to go and I've been looking through trying to find uh, some of the things that are in this bill tomorrow morning. Uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, join us. Join Princess Di. Join me here on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. We're going to tell you some of the things inside this climate bill. Diana, what I am reading so far, and there are some things that I don't. I'm going to give you one. $60 billion. If if there's a line item for $60 billion in something, do you think you would know what the $60 billion is going to be spent I'll on? I'll tell you what it is. Do you know what I found? I looked into it. Urban heat islands. They're going to combat urban heat islands with the $60 billion. What in the... (laughs) Because if you remember, there's not enough shade in cities because there's racism in the planting of trees. And so there are urban heat islands because of lack of shade. And so we need $60 billion to fix that out of our pockets. Tomorrow morning, more more on this. Princess Di, thank you as always. We'll look forward to learning about the heat islands and the rest of the BS that's in this bill as we go through it as one of the things we'll talk about tomorrow on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Thank you, Princess Di. Thank you, Sir James.